You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here on Tuesday evening for Wednesday's uh, split slate. Again, we have a 640 FanDuel start. Uh, we have a 705 DraftKings start. DraftKings is giving us six games. FanDuel is giving us eight. Is that correct? So how we're breaking this one down? Yeah, FanDuel eight games and DraftKings six games for their main slate. Per usual, these two sites cannot get on the same page. Kind of frustrating, but that just means if you're playing on FanDuel, you get a little bit of a wider player pool if you're on DraftKings, where you have to start not so much. Fortunately for you, we do have some top pitchers on this slate, Jim. That is at least going to save everybody Tuesdays. Slate a little iffy. The second highest priced pitcher on the slate, Nathan Evaldi, gave up five home runs in the second inning. Uh, Logan Gilbert's working his way around Toronto. Not terrible there, but uh, much better guys on tonight's on this slate. In particular, taking a look at guys like Max Scherzer being on this slate, Kevin Gossman, Garrett Cole, Otani, maybe Giolito. I mean, there's a much healthier top tier pitching group. Yeah, the pitching is loaded, so that's obviously gonna make it a little more challenging to get up to some offenses. So we're definitely going to have to make some decisions on the routes that we want to take, especially on one-pitcher sites like FanDuel. Yes, definitely like one-pitcher sites like FanDuel. The roster ship on some of these guys, I mean, FanDuel is kind of wild. Garrett Cole is a top price pitcher at 10-6 against Baltimore. Pablo Lopez, who is not on the DraftKings slate, but on the FanDuel slate at home, where we love him, against Washington, it's $10,500, second highest price pitcher on the slate, Pablo Lopez. More expensive than Max Scherzer, who's at 10-4. More expensive than Lucas Giolito at 10-3. More expensive than Otani at 10-1. Gossman at 9-8. Like, there's a... FanDuel is uh, kind of wild with how they have those guys priced up. But it'll just make it, like you said, a little bit tougher and maybe more spread out ownership on those guys. Yeah, and if we're just jumping into it, I like Cole quite a bit in the form that he's been in for the Yanks. Back-to-back nine-plus strikeout games in which he spans six innings. He has four straight quality starts over that span, 46-plus DraftKings points in four straight. So he looks really good going up against an anemic Baltimore offense. He's down a couple guys, Mountcastle, Hayes particular in particular. I can't hate on the Pablo Lopez price coming off 49 and 55 fancy points coming off seven innings one run ball against the against the Brewers and then the game before that eight scoreless against the Padres like I can't fault Fandle for pricing up Lopez um I like Scherzer he's in a tough spot but sure seems to overcome tough spots uh, has done so every start of his career Giolito coming off COVID or I think it's fine as long as he's healthy he looked really good prior to going on the COVID list and then Otani and GPPs I know it's a good spot against the Rangers strikeout a lot though that's my problem with them but Otani obviously is a bit of an elite strikeout guy if you're on FanDuel though like don't you just play Gossman against Toronto against Seattle at 9800 probably I mean yeah but like I wouldn't just call that like a lock because Cole's been so good and gets a bad Baltimore offense I mean... Do you think that there's a much separation between Gossman and Cole, though? I think that Seattle's offense is more potent. Like, um, Winker with an eight-game hitting streak coming alive. We, we tout Julio Rodriguez every time his name appears on the slate. Sure. Won't be doing um, that probably here, though. <laughs> yeah, you're J.P. Crawford, Stan. Do love I mean, they, like, they do have 
I would say, especially with Mountcastle being banged up, I would say Cole definitely has the ceiling if we're going to continue to get nine. I mean, three of the last four games, nine plus strikeouts for Cole. Nearly 60. I'm not saying Gosman can't because he can. He's done it. But I think there is. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm also just not like completely honed in on Gosman where I think, like you said at the top, each one of these top seven guys are honestly in play. I think Giolito would be at the bottom of the list because he's coming off COVID for me. Yeah, I think I'm kind of in the same spot with you there as well. If we're looking at them on DraftKings at the very least, I have some interest in Drew Smiley. Finally got over the four inning mark his last hour against Arizona. He'd get kind of knocked around there. 10 hits allowed, but I do like him a little bit better against Pittsburgh. Again, just looking at a mid-tier option there. Giolito is only $8,300 on DraftKings, so a better price on DraftKings there. But after that, I don't know, on DraftKings at least, if I'm playing anybody else. On DraftKings... Where you have to play two pitch two guys. The pitching yeah. pool basically after the dart throw of Smiley is, is kind of bleak here. I mean, it's like... You could play Giolito 8-3. Yeah. Obviously, you mentioned that's a better spot. Dunning is for, Dunning has been decent. Tournament upside, I'd say. Struggled against the Red Sox, but the Red Sox have a lot of guys heating up right now. Jordan Hicks doesn't throw strikes. It's hard to trust him. Jordan Lyle is like no shot, right, against the Yankees. Yeah. No shot. I mean, Marco against... The Blue Jays, Toronto against lefties this year, 18th in OPS. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I play Marco Gonzalez probably more than a lot of people. <laughs> so I know that there is severe risk. But he's 5,500 for a guy with a sub-3-4 ERA, six and two-thirds, one run. They let this guy pitch. He throws 100 pitches almost every start. I would probably... You know what? I'm planting my flag. Marco Gonzalez would be uh, a play for me. Okay. He's also the cheapest play on FanDuel as well, 5700 Yeah, he is the cheapest on FanDuel. And on FanDuel, there's not really anybody else that I would look at the guys that are starting. Josiah Gray did have a decent start-ish. Yep. He, he allowed four runs, only went five and two-thirds, but ten strikeouts in that game against Miami when they faced each other. If And he's 7800 It's not like he's a great value at all, but, you know, if we're, if we're looking for anybody else, I'd probably even just play Drew Smiley over him anyways on FanDuel. Moving on over to the catch resistor for DraftKings specific. Salvi Perez landing on the IL this afternoon. Yep. Not, a, not an option for us here. He's generally the only ups, uh, catcher we tend to look at for paying up, but... I mean, you mentioned liking Marco. Danny Jansen is hitting 430 in limited playing time, of course, but... You know, he does have some power. He's a righty bat. He gets a lefty matchup. Any any thoughts on spending up for Jansen if you're not playing Mark? No. I'm not paying 4700 for Danny Jansen, I don't think. Especially, and I think it just comes back to the point, what we talked about a pitcher. How are you going to get to Danny Jansen at 4700 If you're not playing Marco, where do you... Uh, I mean, Drew Smiley, but I don't know. I, I feel like your 4700 should be allocated elsewhere. Yeah, and he made, what's the mid-tier catcher looks like? Grandal has showed signs of life, slight signs of life, like very, very small signs of life. That's like it. I, I mean, MJ Melendez is gonna yeah, presumably Alvey, he's gonna probably play every day, right? Play every day, and he should. If Jan Gomes cracks the lineup, I mean, John, I mean, if people aren't playing him against lefties at this point, I don't like. I don't know what to tell you. We we do tell people. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. He had three hits against lefty on Monday. And whatever. Like, even if it's... He's just... Like, he's just been good. So, Jan Gomes, 2800. Like, they just... 
And and Mitch Keller's been trash, so I would I'd be okay even playing him against Reddy if he makes the lineup. Yep, I'm with you there. All right, go to first base. Where are you uh, targeting any of the top price first baseman here? Yeah, I'm gonna hop over to Fandle. I think for the rest of the positions, John, just considering we have those extra games. Sure. I mean, Rizzo, 3,800 is signs of life out of him. He's hit a double tonight. We're recording on Tuesday, as John mentioned. Reese Hoskins gets Blake Snell. Hoskins is like one of those like dudes that just is the streakiest player you'll ever see right now. What, three, six, eight game hitting streak going? And over that span, four home runs. He's le- yeah, leading off, eight-game hitting streak, and he has four, eight, ten RBIs over that span, too. So Hoskins against Blake Snell making his season debut. If you don't believe in Marco, you mentioned it yesterday about Vladdy's price on Fandle. That hasn't changed. 3600 again, super cheap. Not going to play LeMahieu. Jared Walsh against the righty is appealing. I, I never understand what Fandle has Juan Yepes. Not that we're going to play him against Scherzer, but he's a first-base only All right. uh, player. Who is Philly starting here, John? Jack Wheeler. Not the best version Padres of Wheeler. Padres are starting Blake Snell. And if you remember, last season, Blake Snell on the road was abysmal. Yeah. No, I know. I, I'm saying who is Philly. Or I was wondering who Philly was starting. Yeah. Because Hosmer has been pretty incredible this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about you? What else What else do you got at first? Maybe Jesus Aguilar at 27. Jose Abreu even at $2,700 feels too cheap. Zach for as boring as he's been right like he's throwing 83 mile an hour meatballs maybe Brady against a righty could, could get it done with Granky at 2700 dollars there's some i think i have some interest uh in that yeah it's so sad how bad a has been but Granky has been bad against righties for the last couple of years so i can get behind that but it's probably i don't think there's i don't think there's anything else dude there's not there really wait isn't. a second hold on I, I, never mind i take it back okay I was going to say, there's really not, there's not a lot there. Obviously, waiting for lineups and everything to come out. Uh, yeah. At second base, you get Jazz Chisholm for FanDuel at 4,200. Second base, shortstop eligible. Gets that Josiah Gray match. John Zagora also on FanDuel available to you as that second base shortstop option at, at $44,000 uh, uh, there. And it's probably LeMay for the, the main slate on, on uh, FanDuel as well at $3,300, giving you first, second, and third base eligibility. I, he's been kind of bad again. I, I like Jeff McNeil, 2900 Yep, 37 on DraftKings for McNeil. He's kind of a it's mid-tier good. guy. Yeah, it's a good price. That I mean, the rest of Glaber, 2500 Yeah, that's a get... Glaber is the fourth highest priced second baseman on DraftKings, so... Well, they finally boot, they finally gave him the a uh, little bump there because he did. just has not been pricey in any capacity. What uh, is Espinal on Fanduel? Espinal just went past him. He is twenty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, he's thirty six hundred on draft. Still hitting the baseball. Yeah, just stri- he's just going streaking. Yeah, still hitting the baseball. Thirty six hundred dollars. So probably willing to to lock him in there for me in the mid tier. I, I don't have much else. I don't know if you do, but that's probably it. Yeah, if I mean my boy Eli White, sure, he's Cover second base the heart of the outfield. Order yeah, sec. Uh, he was my. I did the fantasy alarm fantasy baseball podcast with Matt Sells and Colby Conway this week, and I my they do a prediction of the week, and my prediction was five stolen bases or more from White this week. So he's gotten off to he won, and he would have had two if not for a couple Marcus Simeon 
continuing to foul the ball off in, in a bat last night. But yeah, Eli White, 2,100. I know it's Otani, but if he gets on, he literally just stealing. That's what his job, that's what his job is. Uh, third base position, Arnado against Scherzer. Probably nobody's playing that one. Rendon against Dunning. This is DraftKings. FanDuel, Bobby Witt is up to $4,500 for no apparent reason whatsoever. In my opinion, he's like 150 over the last 10 games. Chapman, we know, is better generally against righties and lefties. He's at 44. Maybe Cabrian Hayes against Smiley. What do you think What do you think there? He's 4,300. He just hasn't... There's like no power. Zero home runs. Only yeah. three stolen bases. Like he's... I... I'd rather like play Donaldson 4K, who's okay. hitting a lot of home runs. I Moncada has been hitting all but one game since returning. I, I wish Cabrian Hayes was doing more because he was everyone's darling last year. Sure. Any other Fanduel guys jumping out to you? Nothing particular at third. I mean, yeah, I don't see anything worth the. I mean, Mitch Keller is starting, so if you want to take a shot on. Patrick Wisdom is like a cheap home run. I yeah. think that could be something. That's a good call. All right, well, let's go on over to the shortstop position. For DraftKings, Bo Bichette's a top-priced guy. Tim Anderson against Granky Lindor against Hicks. Seeker against Otani is our top four. I like Tim Anderson versus Granky. Granky stinks versus righties. Lindor just isn't getting it done for a $5,000 player. Bichette, if you're stacking Blue Jays, I think that is fine as well. I mean, Seeker is a tournament play against Otani. I would say of that like grouping, Anderson would probably be my favorite and Bachette follows behind him. Okay. If we're looking at the mid tier on FanDuel, who are some of your targets there? JP Crawford, twenty nine hundred. If you're targeting Gossman, I don't think that's a terrible play. You can play Simeon, Glaber, both at short stack. Yeah, this is like a slate where a contrarian stack is gonna probably go off, right? Like yeah. there's so many good pitchers at the top where people aren't going to want to go against them, but one of I got to think at least one of them is going to get hit. Right. I don't hate Cronenworth. I mean, he's eligible at literally every position, and Zach Wheeler has not been last year's version of Zach Wheeler, 2,800 for Cronenworth, so I, I don't hate that. It's you got to wonder cool. if Wheeler is 100% healthy. Didn't he get shut right. down during spring for a little bit? Yes. He's been, like, uh, I feel like injured a bunch. Um not injured a bunch, but like a weird off season. And then he had COVID in the middle of the season. Yeah, shoulder. There was a shoulder, John. So you were right. It's the shoulder and then COVID in the middle of the season. Definitely not like the best start to his campaign for no, sure. No, for sure not. On DraftKings, Angleton Simmons is a mid-price shortstop option. Okay. Generally, I think he was better against lefties, but you know he did play yesterday. Had a hit, a run, and an RBI. So. You know, if you're looking to spend down on DraftKings, particularly where you have to pay up for two, so maybe taking a punt on a guy like Simmons against a, a no-name Pirates pitcher could be could be the spot. Speaking of Cub shortstops, John, against a no-name Jonathan VR just had a home run. Hey. I don't know. I don't know if like, that matters at all because it's Jonathan VR. But him against lefties, right? Do you face lefty today? Is lefty no, no, Brew no, Baker's on the mound. But it's Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller's actually been worse than Brew Baker. So wow. the, the the NBA draft order is is out there. So Orlando Magic picking first. Good good things. A little pause in the MLB DFS podcast to discuss the Magic Thunder Rockets Kings top four picks in the NBA draft. Please trade Jonathan Isaac. Anyways, back on to the <laughs> next question. 
Yeah, so that's where I'm at, shortstop. I don't know if anybody else is there for you. No. Already outfield. Mr. Aaron Judge, $6,100. <laughs> Mike Trout against a righty is $58. Giancarlo, Mike Stanton is at $5,700. Uh, league MVP, Taylor Ward, 56 Those are your top four guys, and uh, they're all on the same teams. Uh, Judge and Stanton, Trout and Ward, Dunning, Lyles, those are their opponents. Yeah, I mean, Judge hit his 13th home run on... Uh... On Tuesday, He's not, sl- <laughs> not slowing down. He has he actually now has seven on the road, John. Seven home, seven of his thirteen on the road. So quick math, that is more on the road than it is at home. For all those just waiting to jump at the bit that it just a home runs just come at Yankee Stadium, it's wrong. Trout, you could obviously play. Ward obviously is the best player in baseball as you just mentioned. And when Stanton gets hot, you can play him. So I agree on all. I don't think there's like a particular order I'd go. Probably lean Judge first against Jordan Lyles and just how just on fire he's been. But, like, I don't think you can go wrong in any direction. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same agreement with you there. If we're looking mid-tier, who are the targets for you on FanDuel? On FanDuel, Luis Rock is torching baseballs, 3,800. Ian Happ is interesting, and so is Brandon Nimmo, both 3,300. Happ against Mitch Keller, Nimmo against Jordan Hicks. I think both those guys... Would make a lot of sense. Um, not going to play Schwarber. I guess maybe take a shot on Saya again. Mitch Keller struggling so so badly. And then Julio yeah, they Rod- out a little bit here. Yeah, they did. They they sure did. But like, Mitch Keller's not figuring anybody out. Sure. So I'd be willing if there was a spot to take a shot on the Cubs. I think. What is uh, what's Tay Oscar on Fanduel? Three K. Yeah, it's a lefty. Yeah, it's a good one. That's true. Yeah, he's expensive mm. on he's expensive on DraftKings. He's forty nine hundred. Oh, that's scary. That's a big price difference for FanDuel. That's a good that's a good spot for him. That is a good spot for him. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to Teoscar might be a core play against a lefty. I know I said I like Marco, but like there's his numbers. He, he had like four hundred against lefties last year, didn't he? Like Yeah, his left his numbers against lefties are ridiculous. Yeah. So that's probably uh Probably an interesting little spot to take a peek at. For other guys, I'm looking at for DraftKings. Uh, Lewis Robert is 47, kind of a little bit more of the expensive tier there. Lourdes, if he's in the lineup, he's 35 against a lefty. Yepes, I know you said you don't really want to play him against Scherzer, but he's still very cheap at $3,300 if that game goes off there. Let's see. Anybody else got a good matchup? You mentioned Winker East three. It feels weird to say like that's it, but like that's it for me. I don't know. Eli White's twenty three hundred, as you mentioned for DraftKings. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's the outfield. We'll see lineups when they come out. What's Brian Reynolds on Fandle? He hits lefties well. He's twenty seven hundred dollars. That's good enough. Four K. Ryan Reynolds is. You have to spell his name out, I guess. Reynolds. He is 4K. Yep, 4K on DraftKings. So good number. That's a good, yeah, that's a good price. Brian Reynolds against the left. He wants to be traded so badly. He wants to be traded. Can't really blame him. Oh, uh, home run call, James. Aaron Judge. <laughs> nah. Uh, no, nah, yeah, I'll go. Screw it. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge with your home run call. All right, my home run called Teoscar Hernandez. That's a good one. So that wraps it up. Get us in Discord. Get us on Twitter. We'll be around to answer your questions, especially for the early slate games as well. For now, James, and I'll catch you guys later. Now, James, and I'll catch you guys later.